happy Monday. I hope that you are having an amazing start to your week. I hope you had a great weekend. We were running all over the place and it was a bit crazy, but it is good. I am really excited today to talk about um, this nitpick topic that really dives deep um, and was convicting to me. So hopefully you are on the same wavelength as always the ladies I talk to or message that you want more information. This message um, comes from love. That's the only place it comes from. It's not to um, come from anything else. But sometimes the Lord convicts us. And I want to share that conviction with me because even when he um, encourages me and guides me and, and fills me up with the good, sometimes I need to be convicted a little bit. So I just want to do that as well. Good morning, good morning. Well, as always, we are going to open up with prayer. So if there is something that you want prayer about, um, about, please comment. Let me know if it's an unspoken prayer request. You can let me know as well. The birds are chirping this morning and I absolutely love it. I love the fall so much. Um, I have a prayer request. I am competing in a fight on Saturday. Um, if you don't know, I do jujitsu and I have a competition coming up. So I am on a strict diet. I don't ever preach that, but guess what? When you have to weigh in or don't compete, things are a little bit stricter. <laughs> so I am asking for prayers for patience because cutting weeks aren't always pleasant weeks. So I'm asking for patience. Um, I'm asking for strength and wisdom and that everything goes okay and no one gets hurt. <laughs> so... I would love your prayers around that, and I will open us up. Father God, I thank you so much for these women. I thank you for another day that you have given us. Father, thank you for opening our eyes, filling our lungs with your breath. Father, remind us that when we are down and feeling stressed and anxious, that those things are not from you. Father, help us to breathe in and remember the blessing that it is just to breathe, to have a roof over our heads, to have a phone or a computer in our hands, to be watching or listening to this. Father, I know that there are women in this group who have reached out to me that have family members in surgery. Lord, I lift them. Father, I lift the doctors that are working on their family members I lift their spirits, their strength. Father, give them peace and comfort knowing that you are in that hospital room with them. Father, I know that there are women struggling with anxiety and depression. Father, I ask for you to touch them. Remind them that you are there with them. Father, and let them know that it's okay to get help. That it is okay to reach out. It is not a weakness, Father. We glorify in our weaknesses because that is where your strength shows. Father, sometimes we need to admit our weaknesses for your glory to come through. We cannot do this on our own, and we ask for your intervention right now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Yes. <clears throat> oh, my voice. 
although it sounded kind of cool. Went a little nutty. All right, so we are talking about the nitpick. Um, this message, typically, the Lord and the Spirit speak to me. Now, I don't want you to think, um, like, oh, the Lord speaks to Heather. I don't, like, audibly hear God, but I hear the message delivered to me in my soul. And typically that happens when I'm mowing the lawns. And I think it's because the lawnmower is so loud and the kids aren't bothering me that there's nothing else that can come into play in my mind except the Lord. Like it's so loud, it knocks out the devil. It's so loud, it knocks out insecurity. It's so loud, it knocks out the kids from being like, mom. And I am actually the most at peace there. And it's one of those funny things that you can be the most at peace when you're doing a strenuous work or when you're doing the mundane or when you're doing the everyday things that you just sort of have to do. I'm reminded so many times of when Jesus in the Bible came and interrupted someone in their daily everyday. And that whether that's when they're fishing or tending the sheep or just watching the flock or doing their woodworking. For me, it's when I'm mowing the lawn that I feel the presence so much. For you, it might be when you're changing diapers, when you're cleaning dishes, when you're doing laundry. I want you to remember that even in those everyday moments, mama, God is there with you. He is in every single moment. Those mundane moments that we feel like, Ugh, again, we're here doing this again. He's there on the dirty dishes. He's there with you in the lawn pickup because the kids threw everything again. He's there with you on the drives when you feel like a taxi from here to there. I'm in that season right now feeling like a taxi and I never really understood it as a mom with the younger kids. And now that my kids are older and both in different activities and I'm like, oh, this is a real thing. All right, I need to, I need to go circle back with those friends that I was like, you're crazy saying that you're a taxi driver. Mm. They're not, and it's a real thing. So other taxi moms, putting a blessing of peace on you today. So the nitpick came while I was in doing my everyday. And this is something that was very convicting to me. And it's something that I see a lot when I talk to ladies as well. And I want you, and this is what God said to me, because I am planning out my week this week. And it is, like I said, it's very, very strict. So um, this weigh-in is much different. And if you've ever seen any type of fighting competition, jujitsu, um, ultimate fighting, boxing, any of those, if you don't weigh in, you don't fight. So it isn't like, oh, I'm going to Weight Watchers today and I'm not going to get a round of applause. It's like, oh, I've been working for all this time and I'm, I'm going to be disqualified. <laughs> like it's in or out. So although not life or death, it is much more strict for me this week than a typical training week where I'm eating whatever. You know, I'm eating a bunch of things to nourish me, but I'm not really tracking it because I know I'm burning it off. Well, now I need to cut. So I'm stressing out about this and I'm like, oh, all the carrots and all the whatever else that I'm going to be eating, um, lean meats and veggies. 
And I'm focusing so much on the things that I cannot have this week that I'm forgetting about the blessings that God has given me to be able to do this anyway. Like, Heather, are you really going to allow food to mess up your faith? Are you really going to allow food to have so much control over your mood that you're like angrily mowing the lawn now and and you're thinking already about Friday and it's Sunday? Like, what are you doing? Why are you getting so far ahead of yourself? There is a blessing in this season for you, but you're so nitpicky that you're not letting the blessing penetrate. You're overlooking it. You're overlooking the good things that I'm doing through you. That's what the Spirit spoke to me. And I was very much convicted, but also thought about you all. Are we nitpicking these nutrition plans that were like, oh, a keto or Atkins or Weight Watchers or working with Heather or working with somebody else or, or doing this? We nitpick the heck out of the plans that we're going to do, but do not change a thing about it. My conviction to you and what was convicting to me is just do the darn thing. Like just pick one. Stop being like, oh, well, this one doesn't let me do this and this doesn't let me do that and this doesn't let me do this and and I don't know how long I'm gonna last on that so I'm not even going to try it. You know the changes you need to make. The Lord has spoken that over you. Coaches like me are here to support you on that journey and guide you through that process and reiterate that you're not alone, especially if you're starting your diet today. I'm on one today too. You're not alone. You're not going through it alone. Just pick one and stick to it. Stop overanalyzing. And I feel like we overanalyze so much that we miss the blessing. It goes right by because we're like, well, you know, that really isn't how I envisioned it looking like. I didn't really want to spend that. Really didn't want to grocery shop. I really didn't want to food prep. Okay, well, if you want to continue being how you are, then you can continue doing what you're doing and get the same result. That was my conviction this weekend. Heather, if you don't want to weigh in and you just want to wing it, well, then go ahead and just continue doing what you're doing and stop. Stop. You'll get there on Saturday. You'll weigh in. You won't make it and you'll go home. It's fine. But God spoke that to me on so many other levels. Oh, you don't want to trust me in this, Heather? All right, well, then continue doing what you're doing and it's fine. Oh, you say you don't have enough time. Okay. So you want to continue being stressed and overworked and underpaid and anxious and worried. Okay, continue having no time for me, Heather. And you can continue living the same way. I don't know if this is resonating with anybody. I know that it's like hurtful because it was hurtful to me when I received it. And I don't know for you if you are someone who receives... Um, feedback or criticism in a good way, it took me a long time, probably 15 years to accept feedback. And even still, there are days that I'm in training and I can, I can accept now business feedback 
and workout feedback, like, because I know that it'll benefit me. But there are times in training where I'm like, I'm good and I'm doing fine and I'll be corrected. And I feel that root problem of pride come out in me. And I'm like, really, really? That's what you're going to nitpick? Like, that's what you're going to nitpick onto me right now? Someone is trying to make me better, right? To make me a better competitor. This is for me this week. Someone could be trying to make you a better mom, a better wife, a better entrepreneur, a better user of your time, a better user of your, your spirit and your gifts. And instead of viewing that feedback and that comment as a good thing, we flip it and get mad and then don't do it and don't get better. So stop nitpicking. For me, I had to stop nitpicking all the things I couldn't have this week. And it's okay, because guess what? Sunday is seven days away, and I'll be back to eating and doing like I was. Or maybe I'll be transformed, and something's going to happen this week that's a blessing in this struggle, that instead of fighting it, I'm going to embrace it. Maybe that feedback, instead of us going, well, look at you giving me this advice. Who are you to give me this advice? You don't look like you have it all together. Now, I can't actually say that to my black belt coach because he does (laughs) have it all together. But I can, in my mind, warp that however the heck I want and not be able to accept the change that is trying to happen through me because I'm so focused on me being offended. I'm so focused on me having a negative reaction or not listening. I want to challenge you today that you're struggling to stick with one thing because you're spending so much time and energy scrolling and judging and nitpicking that you never just start. We say we have no time, but here we are on Facebook. We say we have no time, but here we are on Instagram. We say we have no time, but here we are watching and listening to the news and nitpicking everything that's going on and being said. You do have the time. We do. We all have the same 24 hours. What you do with it affects the outcome that you want. So is your daily routine reflecting the outcome that you want? Is nitpicking every single nutrition plan or every single calorie or every single coach that you're trying to work with, is nitpicking helping you get to your goal? Is it helping you grow closer to God? Or is it pushing you away and the devil is allowing that to block you from the blessing that God is calling you into? There is an open door in front of you. With me, you can say, I need you as a coach. Heather, I've listened to you long enough now. I, I trust you. I've read other women's testimonies where their lives have been changed. I'm ready to talk to you. That door is open. But it's not just with me. It's with anything. The gym door, it's open. Right now, there are anytime fitnesses all around. <laughs> Shout out to my girl, Heather. The door is open. Are you going to walk through it? Or are you going to criticize it from the outside? 
Are you gonna walk through it and be nervous and anxious and do it with fear? Or are you not going to hit your goals because you're gonna stand back with your arms crossed going, I don't even know how fast to walk on a treadmill. Or I've never seen that machine, so I'm not gonna go in and use the 90 other machines that are there because that one is intimidating me. Or, oh, there's someone else in there. They're looking at me. I want to fight that real quick. No one else is looking at you. Mm -mm. Not, not one person. They are all so self-focused on themselves because that is the society we live in. There are trainers in the gym. A number, uh, number one reason why I left the gym as a trainer and a coach is there are trainers in the gym more concerned with their muscle flex and their skinniness and their outfit than they are you doing an exercise wrong on a machine. And it is their job to go over and correct you, but they don't because they are self-centered. So if the professionals in this field are not looking, you can guarantee the amateurs are not either. Walk through the door. It's open. It's there for you. And what's it gonna cost you? It might cost you money, okay? Is it worth it? You have to decide. It might cost you time. Is it worth it? You're gonna have to decide. It might cost you your pride for a little bit because you don't know. There are a lot of unseens in here. But is it worth it? Is the blessing on the other side worth it? Was the promised land worth it to the Israelites who walked and walked and walked for 40 years in the wilderness? Was it worth it? Some of them spent so much time over analyzing and criticizing the blessing God gave them and looking at the food and looking at the time they've wasted and blaming everything else. But they didn't get there. They died in the wilderness. I don't want that for you. I want you to walk through the door. Nervous, scared, anxious, on edge not knowing if it's going to work because you've tried so many other things before and your mindset now isn't of, of hope, it's of discouragement. Walk through the door. Whether that's with me or the gym or a different coach or a new nutrition plan, walk through the door. Stop nitpicking those small things that don't matter. Hey, good morning. You saying, I'm not going in there because I feel like other people are going to look at me, is now putting your success in another human's hands. I just want you to think about that for a minute. So you're not going to get better for yourself because they? Because it? Our hope, ladies, is in the Lord. He can do all things. Why are we limiting what we can do then if Christ is in us because of them or it or uh, I don't know. I don't feel like it. There was a um, analogy. I'm sure you've all heard it of the man who was stranded on his roof in a flood and all these people were coming to try and save him. You know, someone in a boat was like, hey, hop on the boat. I'm here. And he's like, no, no, it doesn't look like how I think. I think God's supposed to be saving me. God's going to save me. So 
you can go ahead. Helicopter came. He was like, nope, you don't look like how I think my rescue is supposed to come. God is going to save me. He drowned in his stubbornness. Ladies, I am a stubborn woman. It's what makes me a good business coach. It's what makes me a good entrepreneur. It's what makes me a good fighter because I'm stubborn and it's almost to a detriment that I don't give up when I should. But if I'm that stubborn with my faith, I'm going to miss the blessings that God is sending me because I'm focused on something else. Just start something. Just walk through the door. If you fail, who cares? Who cares? You end up the same as you are right now. What damage does it do? Right? You're like, all right, well, that didn't work. On to something else. It didn't hurt me in any way because I'm still how I was. That just wasn't for me. I need to do something else. We focus on the small details so much in comparison to the big things God has gave us. Well, God has given us, or God will continue to give us. We look at this small little thing, like mm, lunch. It's gonna throw me off. Well, lunch doesn't typically throw a lot of people off. I feel like we're pretty good with lunch. Dinner, snacks, it's gonna throw me off. Small thing, a snack, ladies. Our food that we're putting in our body, we are allowing to throw off our projection that God has over us, the provision God has given us. We're like, nah, gonna throw it all away. I'm gonna eat this Dorito bag. All of it, all of it, all of the Oreos. All of a sudden, I, I don't have that provision and strength from God. I've blacked out, my pantry's empty, and I'm really full, I've got a headache, and I have no energy, and I'm gonna go take a nap. We focus on that one little thing so much that we forget the entire world of blessing that God has given us, right? I, um, I'm gonna get a little edgy here and liken it with COVID. 99.9% .9 of us will get it and, and be okay. We, we may, or we'll recover from it. As someone who had COVID, I had like, I didn't even know I had it. I lost my smell when I was bleaching. I know my natural mamas here are like, oh, I don't use bleach. I cannot live without bleach. Like, I need to actually smell <laughs> that things are dying. <laughs> like need that bleach. I've tried. I know. I'm like, well, my lungs are going to burn. It's, it's fine. But I couldn't smell the bleach. And I was like, oh, no. It's probably not good. And I like took a big whiff. I understand, very bad, don't do that. And wasn't there, and then it came back a few hours later. So that was my run-in with COVID. I, I get it, but we get so focused and the news wants you to be so focused on the bad and the negative. That point zero one is what we focus on on ourselves too. Because dinner is 0 .01 of your day. <laughs> what about the 99.9% .9 of the other day that you can be focused on? Oh, I tripped. Getting out of my car. My coffee spilt on me. Going to the gym. I am late. The kids didn't put their shoes on, so I guess I'm not meant to go. Girl, no, you're meant to go. Your kids are being kids. Your kids are 
doing what every other mom's child does. Has anyone been on time to something lately? Like, first off, high five to you. I am like praising the Lord when I'm live to my client calls and these lives because this is mom life. But if I let that stop me, you wouldn't hear from me. You wouldn't see me live here every day. I wouldn't be at the gym. I wouldn't be training. I wouldn't be eating right because I'd be like, oh, I guess I'm really not supposed to because um, there are ruffled sour cream and onion chips in my pantry. And I think that's what, what I'm going to have now. Clearly, I'm not supposed to diet. Clearly, I don't need to eat healthy. No. No, they're there because you bought them. That was a choice that you made. Or the kids pressured you into them. It's okay. And guess what? Those chips are fine sometimes. I'm going to go out and say that too. I'm on the controversy train already. It's okay. You can have those chips sometimes. There are plenty of times. Yesterday, typically on Sundays, my husband makes pan brownies. <laughs> I'll just show you a picture of them. And I can't have pan brownies this week. So I was so focused on the fact that my husband was not making the pan brownies, that I allowed the rest of my delicious dinner to be affected. Like I mindlessly ate it, like in anger. And I was convicted again. Like Heather, you're going to talk about this <laughs> tomorrow, is what the spirit said, about nitpicking. And here you are nitpicking the fact that you can't have pan brownies and you have a delicious, healthy, amazing dinner in front of you that also your husband made. Praise God, right? That he gave you and it's filling and it's nutritious and it's just what you need right now. And again, like I relate to the Israelites so much. I know sometimes when you read the Bible and you read through the Old Testament and you look at them leaving Egypt, you're like, what are you thinking? Just go, follow Moses. Like, what's the big deal, guys? Move, go. They wouldn't walk through the door because they were nitpicking the blessings that God had given them. And they kept spinning around. What are you nitpicking? Yeah, did they eat better in Egypt? Sure. Were they treated well? No, they were not. <laughs> sure, they may have had better rooms over their head in Egypt. Was it worth it when they couldn't spend any time there? No. No, it wasn't. What is your Israelite mentality right now that is holding you back from walking through into your promised land? What is it? Is it food? Is it nutrition? Because for me, yesterday, I was so focused on that. Well, I shouldn't have signed up for this competition because then I would be eating pan brownies and I wouldn't have to have this lettuce vegan burger and a bunch of carrots. I sound just like that. I just complain. And then I make up stuff that makes no sense. I start like warping this blessing in my mind. Like, I don't even like carrots. I can't even believe I'm eating them. I, I can't, I don't even like this. I love carrots. Like on a typical day, I love carrots. I think they're a great crunch. They make me happy. They help my eyes. I love them. But in that moment, I was so annoyed that of what I couldn't have that I was ignoring the blessing and the joy and things that I once had. 
So I want to know what is your nitpick that you're going to stop this week? Is it walking through a door of a gym? Is it being thankful for your plate of food that's colorful and beautiful and not processed? Just because the world is eating processed food does not mean it's good for you. It's not. It's messing up your intestines, girlfriend. It's messing up your hormones. These things that we just mindlessly put in our body because it comes in a pretty package, not how we should be living. The devil comes in sneaky ways and our nutrition can be ruined from it and our mindsets can be ruined from it and our relationships can be ruined from it. I know that like the grass isn't always greener on the other side, it's greener where you water it. That's easy to say, but brownies look a heck of a lot better than carrots. And I don't want to water my carrots. <laughs> I don't want to. I, I want to go over to the greener side of brownies. Yeah, staying in a relationship where you're putting zero effort into your marriage or whatever. It looks prettier with that pretty guy over there. Like, well, he looks like, you know, he's got it together. and I bet everything's all clear there. Well, are you really just, you're not wanting to water it. You're just throwing watering out, out the window. You're like, meh, I'm not going to water it. Oh, exercise. <sighs> I've heard of that. You sweat? I don't sweat. I'm not going to sweat. So not for me. I'm not going to, I'm not going to water my pores. I'm going to, to stay dry right here. But I really, really like like how they look like, look how much energy those moms have. You can't nitpick this much. We can't be this nitpicky, not only with our food and our exercise and our nutrition and our spouses and our kids. We can't be that nitpicky with each other, ladies. Let's lift each other up. Amanda, that can be something that we talk about off um, line because I don't know what autoimmune disease you have and it really goes into making sure you're nourishing correctly um one of the things that i recommend first for everybody if they haven't is see your doctor and make sure that your zinc iron vitamin b levels are good because if they're not then that's going to drain your energy and typically if we're eating a highly processed diet we don't get enough zinc iron or um, essential b vitamins for our energy so think, of, think about that. Is it going to the doctor? A lot of people nitpick that, oh, they're just out for the money. Mila. <laughs> mm -mm. Oh, they're just out for the money. They're not gonna help me. Even if they, they aren't out to help you, God is, and he can bring you to a doctor that will give you a sliver of information that you need to get where you need to go. The human is never going to be perfect. None of us are. We're all sinners. All of us. Even if you work with me, I am not perfect. I just told you, I struggle with a lot of different things. So go and let God be the miracle through the imperfect people. Allow his strength and glory and wisdom to show when we aren't always capable of showing it. There is something that will be said. There is something that will be shown to you that will make you go, ah, yes. And you can move forward. So what are you going to stop nitpicking? That's what I want to know. If it's saying, Heather, I've had enough 
I'm working with you. I'm opening this door. Great. Say, I'm open below. And we will start a conversation and talk about if it is actually a good fit. Because there are sometimes where it's not. And I'm never going to tell you that we're a good fit to work together if there's something else. 21 years in this industry didn't leave me with zero connections. So it might be better for you to work with someone else. I'm not that person that's going to say, you, you should work with me and only me because I'm the best. No, if you're struggling with something that I am not, that's not my strength, I'm not going to say, yeah, work with me and then injure you or hurt you or not get you to your goals. No, but I will open the door to you. I'm not, I'm not keeping my door shut to like, no, these blessings are mine. You got to work with me. My door is open for me, for my coworkers, for the industry of people that I know and I trust that I would go see, that I would recommend you to go to. Mail is all sorts of like sensory right now. The devil's working me hard on my ears. I asked him at church yesterday. I was like, do I need my hearing? <gasps> Jenny! So Jenny is who we were praying for earlier. I didn't want to um, mention her name without her permission, but her dad's surgery is done and he did great. Praise God indeed. Jenny knows too, she is a client. I wouldn't have told her like, yeah, I can help you if I couldn't. I'm gonna tell you, I know someone who's gonna help you better than I can. So just say, I'm open below. If you just wanna have a conversation, there's no commitment, but a conversation for me to understand where you are better and say, yeah, we can partner together or no, you need X. There are plenty of women in here who can testify and say, hey, I told them to go see Y. I told them to go see X. This isn't, we're not a perfect fit, but someone else is. And it's okay. Or if there's something else that you're going to stop nitpicking, maybe it's yourself and your insecurities. Maybe it's thinking that everyone's looking at you when you walk into the gym. No one is. Walk through the door, girl. They're self-centered. <laughs> it's okay. That's by nature. We're like, how big are our muscles? How am I doing? Get through the door. Maybe it's viewing the blessing in the carrots, not the brownies. It could be something else for you, but that's a good analogy for me. Stop dissing the carrots and be thankful for them. Stop being mad at the manna and wishing that you were back with the salmon and the good oils and all those other things. Good foods, the buffet. You don't need a buffet. We don't need all that. America is a buffet of crap. <laughs> like there's crap everywhere. We're feeding ourselves with it. We're feeding our minds with it. We're scrolling through Facebook and Instagram like, oh, I'm not as good as, oh, this real food isn't as good as this really processed thing. Yeah, of course not. Because we warped it into something it wasn't supposed to be. Stick with the basics. Get back to them. Praise them. They're good. Those things are from God. The man is from God, even if you don't like it every day. So what are you going to stop nitpicking this week? Is it in your mind? Is it in your nutrition? Is it with your kids, your spouse? Is it with yourself? Is it with your exercise? Let's stop nitpicking and start moving forward. Focus on the bigger picture. Focus on your goals. Focus on the good, not the little itty bitty bad part.
Not the little witty bitty. Well, this plan doesn't let me have but three tablespoons of salt, and this one lets me have two and a half. So I'm gonna go with this one. Stop that. Just just pick one and go for it. Because if if nothing happens, guess what? You're you're still here. Still here. Square one is fine. Sweet potatoes. I love sweet potatoes. So let me know your thoughts. I'm gonna go get to train. Pray for me. I will be praying for you. You ladies are amazing. Thank you for listening and watching. And I will talk to you next Monday at 10 a.m. with the results from my competition and if I also challenged myself with this nitpick challenge. Talk to you ladies soon. Have a great day. Stop nitpicking. Go do it. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.